Royman's Product Management Podcast. Empowerment is crucial to doing a great job. Unfortunately, not all product people are sufficiently empowered. But what does empowerment in product management mean? Which level of empowerment do you need as the person in charge of the product? And how can you increase your authority? These are the questions I'll answer in this podcast episode. To discuss empowerment in product management, I find it helpful to distinguish three main levels of decision-making authority. Level one is product delivery, level two is product discovery, and level three is product strategy. Level one represents the authority to decide how features are detailed and to guide their implementation. Level two increases empowerment by adding the authority to determine the features and user experience the product should offer. Level three finally extends it further by allowing product people in teams to develop the product strategy, including the value proposition and business goals. Now, before I discuss the three levels in more detail, let me briefly state why I recorded this podcast episode. My intention is to help you better understand your current level of empowerment, decide if it is appropriate and determine how you might strengthen your authority. If you manage a group of product people, for example, as the head of product, I hope that the episode will help you determine if the group's empowerment is sufficient. I certainly don't intend to make anyone feel bad. At the same time, I believe that it is important to look at things the way they are. It's the first step to bring about positive change. Let's now take a closer look at the three empowerment levels, starting with level one, product delivery. If your job is to decide how features are implemented and if you work with one or more development teams to deliver them, then you are most likely at level one. Here are four signs that this is the case. First, stakeholders or management determine which features have to be provided and communicate them to you, for example, during a sprint review meeting or in the form of feature requests. Second, the product backlog or one of its subsets and the release plan are the main artifacts you work with. Third, you spend a significant amount of your time refining product backlog items, writing user stories, tracking the development progress and talking to development team members. Fourth, you are not in a position to decline feature requests. While the work you do at this level is obviously valuable, your role is more similar to a project or delivery managers. As you are not empowered to determine the product features, you are not in a position to manage the product and significantly impact the value it creates. To put it differently, level one empowerment is not sufficient for being an effective product manager or scrum product owner. Level two empowerment means that you determine the product features and user experience. You're usually at this level if the following five criteria apply. First, you carry out product discovery activities, including talking to users, detailing user needs, and deriving the right product features. Second, you use an outcome-based product roadmap or opportunity solution tree, personas, user journey maps, and the product backlog to capture and validate your decisions and guide the product delivery effort. Third, you manage the stakeholders, for example, by inviting them to roadmapping workshops and sprint review meetings or by having regular one-on-ones with them. Fourth, you work towards an overarching product strategy, which states the value the product should create for the users, customers, and business, 
The strategy may be developed by the head of product or another senior manager. Fifth, you are empowered to decline a feature request if it does not meet the agreed strategic objectives. At level two, you can actually manage the product and influence the value it creates. Consequently, this is the minimum level of empowerment product managers and Scrum product owners, as well as product teams require. Finally, if you are authorized to determine not only the product features, but also the product strategy, you experience level three empowerment. And here are three signs that you are at this level. First, you engage in strategizing work, such as market discovery and market research, competitor research and competitive analysis, business modeling and financial forecasting, strategy validation, and selecting and applying the right key performance indicators or KPIs. Second, you employ the following artifacts, product vision and product strategy, business model and business case, and KPIs. Third, you follow a business strategy and, if appropriate, a product portfolio strategy, which guide and constrain your decisions. If you are at this level, you have what I call full stack empowerment. You are authorized to make strategic decisions in addition to solution focused ones. Now, I generally recommend that product people and product teams have this level of empowerment, as this allows them to innovate fast and maximize value creation. And if you are familiar with my work, this recommendation won't be a surprise. I've advocated level three empowerment for product managers and scrum product owners for many years. For example, I write in my book, Strategize, as the person in charge of the product, you should own the product strategy and you should be empowered to have the final say on strategic decisions. It's not uncommon though in my experience that the head of product, also referred to as director of product management, VP of product and chief product officer, determines the product strategy. Unfortunately, this can cause the head to be overworked and become a bottleneck. Additionally, it prevents the contributors, the product people, from adding as much value as possible, and it can lead to lower morale and lower productivity. Instead of creating and evolving the strategies of individual products, the head of product should help the contributors make the right strategic decisions, for example, by mentoring and coaching them, or by sending them to one of my product strategy and roadmap training courses. Additionally, the individual should ensure that the overall product portfolio is effectively managed, as I explain in more detail in the episode, should a head of product make strategic product decisions. Now, it's all good and well to understand your current level of empowerment. But how can you increase your empowerment and move up from level one to levels two and three? The brief answer is by increasing your referent and expert power and by bringing about organizational change. Referent and expert power refer to your ability to influence others, including management, stakeholders and development teams. The former is based on the respect and trust people have in you. The latter is founded on your expertise. The more people trust you and the more knowledgeable you are, the more likely they will listen to your advice and let you determine the product features and make strategic product decisions. It's therefore desirable to grow both powers. A great way to develop your referent power is to empathize with people, practice active listening, speak and act with integrity, be accountable and involve people in product decisions, as I explain in more detail in the episode, how to lead when you're not the boss. 
to strengthen your expert power, acquire the necessary product management skills and the relevant knowledge about your product and its market. For example, developing your ability to understand user needs, creating an effective product roadmap, determining the right features and prioritizing the product backlog will help you step up to level two. Being able to carry out market and competitor research, performing a competitive analysis, doing business modeling, and coming up with a financial forecast, creating, validating, and evolving a product strategy as well as using the right KPIs will enable you to move up to level three. Unfortunately, growing expert and referent power may not be enough. Say that you find yourself at level one. You are then unlikely to achieve level two empowerment without your role being adjusted and its authority and responsibility being changed. These changes will most certainly require the support of your boss. And if there is a larger impact, for instance, on career paths, development programs, and employee selection criteria, then you're likely to require the involvement of human resources and the backing of senior management. To bring about the necessary changes, try to influence the decision makers and help them understand why product people require at least level two empowerment, preferably after you have worked on your referent and expert power. But if this fails, you are faced with two options. Accept the status quo or look elsewhere for a product management job that offers the right level of empowerment. I hope you found my advice helpful to learn more about the empowerment product people need and how you can increase your decision-making authority and apply the right decision-making techniques, attend my product leadership training and read my book, How to Lead in Product Management. Contact me if you want me to help you increase product management empowerment in your organization. Thank you for listening.